Good morning, everybody. Folks, welcome back to Enough, the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and television. Hosted by the Turkey Boys, Ryan Eichner and myself, Scott Sweeney. Turkey Nation, how are you? What's happening, Hoops? Wow. We're having a goo. I feel like we just did an episode, and it's because we did. Hmm. We did a little bonus this week, a little Ozark recap. Yes. If you haven't listened to it, it's up there, episode 61. Mm. This is episode 62. I mean... This week has been such a sea of just watching stuff. That seems like a lifetime ago. Mm. Watching Ozark season three, and it was like five days ago. Yeah, that that, we, that I've watched quite a bit myself. That we entired that season of television in like a blink and you missed it type fashion. Uh, but, uh, what's in the news? The I saw a fun thing. Supermodel, give you the tour. South by Southwest got canceled. Just like everything right, else, yeah, yeah. as people know. We knew that, yeah. And Amazon's doing this cool thing. Let me just read the tweet they put out. We're partnering with South by Southwest on a 10-day streaming event to bring you a collection of movies from this year's lineup. It'll be free to everyone in the U.S. because these films deserve an audience. Stay tuned for more details. Oh. And this is cool. On like, Amazon, huh? The people who you know, don't get to premiere the movie at South by Southwest, get some exposure, and people get to watch these movies for free. It's kind of a cool... Nope, not the sound I wanted. It's fine. Um, I like that. Yeah. We have a date on that or no? I think towards the end of this month, April, cool. they're going to start rolling out these uh, movies. And yeah, you know, South by Southwest premieres. We normally wouldn't be seeing these movies for like another year. And now we're going to get to see them for free in like three weeks. Yeah, they're all, like we've said before, they're all digital. So yeah. let's go. Content. Yeah. They're ready to go. Zap them to our phones. And in this same vein, I saw that HBO is making almost 500 hours of their top programming available to stream for free. Which, uh, you know. Like you HBO Go? Just for every. Doesn't everyone have that already anyway? Well, if you don't, they, like, certain shows... Is that they... privileged of me to say that? <laughs> yeah. I think it was. I feel like we have some fans who don't have HBO, and now they can get in on all these shows, like The Sopranos. They're unlocking the entire run of The Sopranos. You no longer have an excuse to not have watched this program. You stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt! Exactly. They're also... I'll take that disc, man, and I'll ram it up your box. <laughs> Do you have any more Pranos? <laughs> no, no. What no. the fuck? You need more Tony stuff. But other shows they're unlocking, Ballers. Folks, I want to let you know, no matter how desperate things get in quarantine, you don't ever need to watch Ballers. I don't ever want to see you resort to these lows. Mm-mm. And also, you know, Six Feet Under, that's a great show you can watch for free. Barry, Succession. Highly recommend Succession if you're not in on that. And also True Blood and The Wire, which, <laughs> which... We are notoriously not Wire guys yeah. at all. I don't like it. Scott doesn't like it. Neither of us have ever been able to get through it. I've tried. It's boring. Yeah. Bores me. Good show! And I unfortunately watched like almost the entire run of True Dud Oof. for reasons unknown. I think I gave up I watched, at some point. I watched a lot of that, too. Yeah, I watched at least like four... So Four seasons of that nonsense. You may not eat sookie. 
did you see on Twitter, uh, Pharrell, the rapper from the Neptunes, asked people Ooh. to donate money and they like to the coronavirus relief fund or whatever without mentioning that he himself was going to donate anything, and mm. the internet went nuts. Was he wearing a fun hat like he used to? I believe it was his Twitter picture is hatless, but Fuck. it needed to be. Uh, he said, hospitals are running low on masks, gowns, and other critical items. We need to replenish their supplies. Take action. Make a donation and ask others to join the fight. We're in this together. Let's protect the responders on the front lines. And then everybody just was Googling his net worth and hmm. pasting the picture over and over and over again. He has $150 million, and people are saying, like, why don't you yeah. donate some money? Like, what do you want from me? For real? Hey, He's asking me to take a stand? Ridiculous. <laughs> Ank racing quicker than he's ever... Take been. a stand. There it is. <laughs> oh, that's fun. I was on um, the second page. I was on page two, and you were like, take a stand, and all my take a stands are on page... Okay. I thought the fans should know that you spent $26 on John Mayer detergent the other day. Oh, Can you fuck. confirm or deny this? Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody but you that. And, oh, God. It, you know what it was? I, I was I pre-ordered it, okay? <laughs> oh, pre-ordered. back-ordered. <laughs> and I was... <laughs> I like this, this detergent is so hot that it's got like a... You gotta pre-order it. And I was... <laughs> <laughs> it really was. This company, The Laundress, did a John Mayer collaboration for those other Mayer heads out there. And in my defense, the the cost of my detergent is only slightly lower than that. I get the good <laughs> stuff to get the sweat out of the towels and my workout equipment. You need that good shit. I, I, I honestly can't explain myself. It's despicable behavior. It came today if you'd like to smell it. I would. Does it make your clothes smell like... A-list babes or something like <laughs> it. It makes your uh, uh, nope. Can't I can't beat ooh, it. That's it, <laughs> baby. That's a bit give up. <laughs> I quit. I'm off the show. You've uh, humiliated me for the last time. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but I've actually had sex with all the same A-list celebrity babes that John Mayer has. Uh, I'm aware of it. Yeah. I know that you guys... Basically, like, you gave him your black book, and yeah. you went through your list. I had them all before him. Right. And then I, like, right. gave right. them to him as an offering, like, cool guy stuff. Just a peek behind the curtain. Oh, man, that's funny. Speaking of John Mayer, actually, I uh, he was recently quoted... Uh, he dated Jessica Simpson for, I don't know, a year after she broke up with Nick Lachey. Yep, and same. Something like that. And apparently their relationship was awful. Ooh. And she wrote a lot of nasty stuff in her memoir about him. And he, quote unquote, said he refuses to read it. He lived it. He doesn't care. Safe. And I thought that was such a cool guy line. Yeah. Like if some A-list woman wrote a story about our dating and sex life and then published it for millions of people to read. Yeah. And I, I'm sure he did read it and he's just that's, he's just saying that. That's the move. To be like, oh, good for her. Huh? Nick Lachey actually said the same thing because she wrote that their marriage didn't end well either because mm. I think she's a bit of a loon. She's married to some football player and has three kids now, but... Them both refusing to read it is great. I think we should both sink our teeth into this Jessica Simpson memoir. I mean, that's well, the only content left at this point. We're about to fucking watch The Gentleman, so... <laughs> yeah, the... 
I saw that John Mulaney and Nick Kroll started an Oh Hello podcast. First episode my new clients today. was posting about that. Yeah. Is it funny? I haven't listened to it yet, but I mean, I'm going to check it out. I'm still in on that bit. The I didn't love the Netflix special where they... The Sack Lunch Bunch or no. the, the one from them together. Yeah, 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 agreed. Yeah, them on Broadway Mm-mm. together was not great. I thought John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch was, like, hilarious. If you haven't seen that on Netflix, check that out. What is is that where he's interviewing children or Yeah, it's almost okay. like it's like a parody of children's specials, but it has some songs, they're all, you know, very cheeky and fun. Sure. It was way better than I thought it would be. But uh yeah, I'll check out that new pod. I actually heard the podcasts are down overall. Like, I don't see I guess no more morning commute. Yeah. Or no more I was thinking People are probably just, like, settling into watching stuff that doesn't have to do with the coronavirus. They don't want to hear people, like, talking about it too much. Mm. I bet you there's a lot of people watching. The, the Office is back in... I'm not even uh-huh. making this up. The Office is back in uh, top shows. Yikes. You stupid fucking bottle-mouth cunt! As we've spoken before, we are not yeah. big Office people. It had its no. moment. It was fine. I've been listening to everything in sight, podcast-wise. What are you I've taking also been in watching. right now? I mean, I'm a big Doughboys fan. So I was going to say Doughboys. And- That's my number one. The Hold on, let me cue up my things. What have I been listening to? How Did This Get Made has been good. They've had some fun episodes. Is that the one with... Um, Paul Shear, Jason Manzoukas. That, and they were actually live shows from Boston recently, which oh. uh, is fun. That probably won't happen again, ever. <laughs> But yeah, Rewatchables is good. There's a bunch of podcasts out there. But folks, you should really be listening to this one and telling your friends and family. Yeah, now, more than ever, we need you. Yes. And, you know, we're, we, we've had a few episodes that were knocked out of the park with, like, high, high, high listenership. And it's fall- we, have too, have fallen off a little bit numbers-wise. So let's go. Angel has fallen. Mm. It's Netflix tomorrow. <laughs> Speaking of things that have fallen. Christopher Maloney is back on TV as his Elliot Stabler character from SVU. That is he's going to be. That is such a cave. Right. Like he, yeah, yeah, right. You know, had that famous show, this character everybody loves. It's been off the air for probably like 10 years at this point. And they probably just offered him like, you know, dough, dough island. Dollars, yeah. yeah. Here's There's all the dough. An unreasonable amount of money. And he's like, you know what? I am tired of doing the... <laughs> Like Wet Hot American Summer Netflix shows that aren't very inspired. I, I will go back to this sure thing. I'm not a Law & Order guy. I don't like procedural cop dramas, but a lot of other people do. It's the same every week. Mm. I don't like any show where you don't... I don't know. There's never really a time where procedurals did it for me because I like to watch shows that you know yeah. are episodic. That's why I, people talk about like, oh, I just watched like seven Law & Orders in a row. It's like, oh, so you watch like... The same episode of television with minor tweaks seven times in a row. From like, different seasons in different years where all the characters look different and there's no continuity whatsoever. Yeah. Like, that doesn't bother you a little bit? Yeah, and even if you're running through it in order, it's still just like, it seems exhausting and not fun. I got the sniffles, guys. Oh, man. Um, I also saw a, a theater that shut down, turned its parking lot into a drive-in movie theater and sold out all their movies. I said this episodes ago, they should bring back drive-ins. It's still safe in your car. You can, um, isn't it? <laughs> well, how do you get it on the, do you get it on the radio? 
Yeah, they could like an an AM signal. I figure that at this point you can like tune it to like a Wi-Fi thing. There's got to be some way you can Bluetooth. figure that out. Yeah, exactly. Like they could put it up on some sort of a digital feed that you can get from your phone. So if you're not an asshole, you can just pull in and figure yeah, it out. That sounds like something. I probably still wouldn't go, but <laughs> I, I would go. I'd could sit you in my sit car. in your car for three hours? Mm, yeah. I suppose that's more comfortable than a movie theater seat sometimes, so I guess that might not be... Yeah, get all settled in with, you know, whatever you need. I'm into it. It's better than nothing, I'd say. I also, I'd like to make a request. Mm. No more, and of course, you, I'm not asking you, I'm asking everybody. Chill. No more negative talk about Ben Affleck. Please. In, especially in regard to his relationship with friend of the show, Ana de Armas. Mm. Everybody, I noticed that anytime Entertainment Weekly puts up a post on Facebook or Instagram, it's just, yeah. she's so young and he's so old. It's like, is it is a 15, 20 year age difference really that big of a deal in, in Los Angeles? Yeah. Everyone Does anyone wants, give a shit? Everyone wants our boy to fail. They're Not, always yeah. waiting. It's like, you know, he's had failed marriages and stuff. Like, what are you doing? It's like, yeah, everyone has. Just let them. Yeah, leave him alone. Leave him alone. Yep. <laughs> Uh, speaking of That'd be a good other drop. people that Sorry. the uh, the Chris, uh, what's his face, the the YouTube guy, yeah, oh, leave no. him alone. <laughs> Would that be a fun drop? Fans, email it. Yeah, we need. I need feedback there. Um, Andrew, there's some Cuomo news. Andrew <laughs> and his brother Chris. So I guess Chris Cuomo, who's a CNN anchor, got the coronavirus, which is a bummer. And, and a Andrew Cuomo, who is the governor of New York, mm. uh, does not have pierced nipples. Oh. Which is a rumor that's been circulating Twitter. Uh, his ex Sandra Lee or Sandra uh, claimed <laughs> that she said enough with the nonsense nipple piercing talk. Wow! So I guess that has been debu- that has been debunked. Hmm. No nipple piercings in the Cuomo family, as far as we know. Thank God for that. Put that coffee down. Did you? I think I sent you that poster of that new movie with Sean Hayes playing a woman. Yeah, I saw that. Called Lazy Susan. It made me want to cancel the show. <laughs> I saw this, and my first thought was, maybe movies deserve to die if this is what we're going to be dealing with. Lazy him, Susan? Him just... <laughs> like like, the, the breeze blowing through his legs like, hi! Yeah. He was... He was the guy in that Pete Davidson movie, right? He was the dad in that? Or am I thinking of that other guy? Uh, that was John Cryer. Oh, yes. Okay. But what's the difference? Yeah. They're very similar. They're, the, they're both like dudsy 90s sitcom guys yeah. who are homosexual, most likely. I'm a Cryer guy. I'm out on Hayes. I am okay with both of them, but, you know, wouldn't probably notice if they weren't making anything anymore. I mean, earth-shattering show news. I should have put this right up top. This is fucked up. Our show? Yes. Uh-oh. Jeremy Renner finally dropped his long-awaited album on April Fool's Day. <laughs> on April Fool's Day? Yes. Well, it was a Tuesday. What a great joke. The perfect joke. I'm not playing any of his new songs. I only need this one. Yes. A pandemic is going on, and he releases an album called The Medicine. <laughs> oh, thought- like he's going to take care yeah. of it i'm sure it wasn't intentional but i was laughing about it funnier if it were yeah even yeah. if it was like the antidote to the coronavirus i feel like most people wouldn't listen gotta to love this. an out-of-touch celebrity yes nothing better really yes yeah he released a statement uh oh, this is too gross to even read 
Yeah, I can't read that. He did release a statement? Yeah. What did it say? Come on. Okay. <laughs> Common ground can be hard to find in today's world, but music has remained a constant for me. To feel deeply. To dance fervently. <laughs> and live together is more present now than ever. What? Uh, that doesn't even make sense, but... Oh, yeah, man. I had... My shit! Pushed <laughs> it! Big time! I saw... Someone once tweeted... What that, a dickhead! Someone once tweeted, Jeremy Renner is like, if a regular guy who works at Dick's Sporting Goods was like, granted wishes from God or something. It's just like, why does he have all that he has? He's such just like... Ah... Did you ever see uh, Midnight Creek or whatever the fuck that movie was where he's in the snow shooting hillbillies? Oh, what was that? Winter's... Snowpiercer, Winter's Bone. Something Winter. We're getting there. Folks, send us an email. I did see that, and I thought it was whatever. It was okay. I liked it. But I got to say, I listened to the entirety of this eight-song Jeremy Renner EP. You didn't shut any LP. of the tracks? No, I listened to the entirety Just, of it. You tracked through the whole thing. Yeah. How'd it go? To review it here on the program like mm. a professional for the fans. I'm impressed. I gotta say, I, I was like hoping it would be sillier. I didn't hate it as much as oh, I was hoping man. to. Some of them are cuts. Folks, we've lost him. <laughs> Renner has cuts. The uh, he's got like a Daughtry or Nickelback type vibe. I actually think you would. You think I'm in? If you sit down with this album, I think you'd find a lot to, a lot to enjoy. All right, all right. Folks, I've lost my goddamn mind, clearly. I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, it's fucked up. Did you hear that Lady Gaga's father made a GoFundMe to collect money to keep his... Uh, whoops. <laughs> well, and that's it, folks. Yeah. We're done. That's that. <laughs> that's the show. I know it was a quick one, but no. Um, <laughs> but seriously, Lady Gaga's father created some sort of a GoFundMe because his restaurant was going to go out of business. Oh. And, like, he was trying to pay his employees and his taxes and everything, and Lady Gaga and her mother had no idea. Yeah. And then, like, obviously saw it all over the press. And Lady Gaga was like, yeah, and I guess, uh... <laughs> Seamless transition. We got a big... I thought that uh, went pretty well. We got a big Quibi update. Quibi's about to launch on April 6th. Oh. Even though there's a lawsuit that claims they stole their landscape portrait, like, technology thing. But they're just launching anyways, even though there's, like, a very serious lawsuit that just came out. That's great. They're just powering through, and they released, uh... Are they giving us the quick bites anyway? Oh, yeah. And some of the new shows they revealed, there's a Will Smith stand-up comedy show coming out. Can we just stop with the uh, Will Smith content? Never. I just can't anymore. It's not I me. Mean, Ugh. That, what did he have last week? You were saying Facebook Watch? Yes. Yeah, Jesus he's, Christ. He gets in on all these like hip new things. He's He tries to be very like tech savvy or whatever you call it. Social media, whatever the hell's going on. I mean, what went on up there? Coppers and weird sex. What? No. There's also that new punked with Chance the Rapper coming out. I have said many times I don't like him. He's terrible. Did he you ever, stinks. Did you ever see that movie Slice? I uh, shut movie? it. It's A24's like only truly awful movie. It's like a like cheeky kind of funny horror movie. You big well, first reformed guy? <laughs> and like, it's better than that. What was that new movie they just came out with that I can't remember the name of now? 
Yeah, they're not perfect. But no, Slice, they've got some errors. They've got some mistakes that people like to think didn't happen. Chance the Rapper is no actor. No, he's a turkey maker. Yes. I'm he's not, not even that great of a rapper. But, I mean, punked in this day and age? Like, who needs that? It's kind of embarrassing. I saw a funny thing on Instagram the other day. Chris D'Elia made a post about how um, April Fool's isn't funny and that if you participate in it, you're a hack or something like that. And some guy in the comments wrote, they made a whole show called Punked. So I guess some people think pranks are funny. And Chris D'Elia wrote like a ha or like an ah, or like okay. one of his like little, yeah, really cheeky responses made me laugh. A cool argument, bro. Such a yeah. I've been writing K to people a lot online, and they don't like it one bit. K. I do like to argue with strangers in the comments. I don't know if you knew that about me. Yes, it's classic. So if anyone uh, listening would like to argue with me. Feel free to follow us uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Enough the Podcast, Enough Podcast, Podcast Enough, mm. and take, take a stand. stand. Please. You want to talk TV for a little bit for the fans? I have a few more news items. Okay. Just because I feel like I need to contribute to the show. I have I have not watched a lot this week. Please. Um, I noticed I saw an article about how Jeffrey Epstein and Harvey Weinstein used to be really, really close friends. <laughs> and then Harvey attempted to abuse, quote unquote, Jeffrey Epstein's favorite girl during an uh, erotic massage that he tried to take a little too far. I'm and sure the word girl is appropriate in this instance. She was probably like 13. Your friendship with me for five minutes. And apparently Jeffrey ejected Harvey from the party and then never hung out with him again. Wow. You hate it when two complete lunatic asshole like warlords of <laughs> sexual assault can't get along. You really th- Yeah, you really needed them to be a team. <laughs> if they can't get along, how is anyone supposed to Speaking of people who are in prison or belong in prison, uh, mm-hmm. hip hop legend Takashi Six Nine, the guy with the face tattoos, that mm. doesn't even mean anything anymore, they all have them now is getting released early from prison, uh, presumably due to good behavior, quote-unquote, and also the fact that he's worried about catching the coronavirus. Didn't he do something truly fucked up? He, I believe, was charged with statutory rape for a, lo- a young lady in, who, in her early teens. Okay. We're not sure, so yeah. We don't know. I allegedly. remember being like, ooh, when I, think, I saw the story. I think what he went to jail for was that he was on probation for something to do with that. Like he became like a level two sex offender or something. And then he got caught with legal guns and drugs and racketeering charges for being a part of the Bloods. Which he wasn't supposed to be. We've I think all, it was the Bloods. Somebody's going to say, oh, it wasn't the Bloods, but like, okay. We've all been there. Um, and Lindsay Lohan has a terrible new song. That's all I'll say about it. Wow. First song in 12 years. I always forget that she even attempts to be a recording artist. She attempted and failed and then is now attempting again. Drake has a new bad song. <laughs> I, I actually want to hear her new song with her like gravelly seasoned CI uh, voice. <laughs> like, hey, motherfuckers, what's up? I was going to play it, but like it's just, it isn't even anything. It's not even funny. Okay. This new Drake's, Drake song's really bad. I feel like we've been Drake heavy lately. <laughs> He's all over the news. All right. All right. He, what he does is he makes these songs that are supposed to be like TikTok friendly, like to get like a TikTok dance out of it. I just got every Drake song sounds exactly like this. Oh, of course. This is every Drake song in my mind. Like the fact that this is new is, is very amusing. Him like, oh girl, something. 
I was forced into raising my son. This is a real song, and I have some bad news for the show. Oh no. For fans of Fountains of Wayne. Yes. Not good. The lead singer, I believe, uh, maybe I'm misquoting that, but one of the band members yeah. from Fountains, it was the lead singer, okay. Yep. One of the band members from Fountains of Wayne has died of the coronavirus this week. Mm. So this song will forever be etched into our memories. May he rest in peace. Have a goo from the, to- the Turkey Boys. Yes. He also wrote the That Thing You Do song for that movie, which is a fun fact. And that's all he ever did. Yeah. Those two and done. I think the coronavirus originated from the That Thing You Do set. Tom Hanks has it. I mean, that's... is Steve Zahn safe? He is a revelation, so I hope, I hope so. God damn it. I can't even, yeah. I can't even think of it. It's a shame. I mean, when when I start hearing about F-list celebrities dying is when I'm really going to start to, that's now I'm worried. Now this is a a pandemic. The song reminds me of... It's a great song. Being sexually frustrated at 15. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of feeling this. It is a good song, like super catchy. This is like almost too catchy. Like this, you could hear it and be like, nah, they're not gonna do that again. Mm. And there's a part of the song that's like. That's all the news I got, TV time. Wow, we're back. I feel like we need a little intro for the TV segment. Yeah, like a staticky something. I like that, we'll work on that for next time. What about Adam Pike? (laughs) All right, that works for me. I watched on Netflix, they have a new Dave Chappelle special, him getting... I meant to watch that, damn it. Him getting the Mark Twain Prize for comedy, which is like the comedy prize. Mm. So this was a big deal. And it was a big production of a special. I enjoyed the stand-up parts a lot, but it had a lot of filler with like musical performances featuring Common, enemy of the show. And also John Legend, another enemy yeah, of the I show. I can't stand either of them. What? They can't have a show that involves anything that doesn't feature those guys. John Legend, hey man, especially. Here I am. Yeah, like, hey, we're those boring guys who are like really famous and all our songs are the same, but here we are, we're here John to do John Legend the thing. with his cheeky relationship with his clever wife all over Twitter. Like, yeah. Shut up. You're not even really that happy. You probably beat her in private. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Wow. Are we the only ones who hate these guys? I feel like everybody's all in on them, except except for especially John Legend. Like he's a big hit. Like, he has a Christmas album. People are up his ass. Yeah. I hate Common even more because he infects movies. He shows up in like every other movie, and it's like you're a shit actor. What are you doing? I here? did enjoy his work in Smoking Aces. Fuck, I didn't. Mm. But yeah, the Chappelle special, the stand-up parts were very funny. Neil Brennan gave a speech that was very uh, touching, I'll say. Oh. And funny. Because, you know, they're, they're boys. Right. And he gave, Neil like, Brennan wrote for him yeah. for years and years. And his was great. He talks about how half-baked, like, is... He does this whole thing about how badly it tanked. And at the end, he's just like, and it's bad, frankly. <laughs> like, he just talks about how he doesn't like the movie they made. It was great. And Dave gave a big acceptance speech at the end that was also very charming and funny. And yeah, that was great. I recommend it muchly. If you just, it'll be on like the Netflix homepage because it just came out. If you can't find it, just search Dave Chappelle, Mark Twain. It'll be, you'll find. That's it. how I had to search it. Actually, I typed in Mark Twain. Yeah, they should have came up. They should have titled it better. It has a long. I don't know. It's a whole thing, but you'll find it. It's fun. 
And I also watched this new show on Shudder, which everyone has. Everyone's got the Shudder network, right, folks? But uh, I, I mentioned this before, but if you like horror movies at all, you can get a free month of Shudder with the code SHUTIN. And you, you don't even have to enter your info or anything, but this new show, Cursed Films, it's a documentary series that goes into the urban legends behind some movies like The Exorcist and Poltergeist and like Hellraiser and stuff. If you like horror movies, I thought it was cool. Like on Poltergeist, there's this whole story about how they used actual skeletons in a scene without telling the actors until afterwards. Have you? Se- I've and never seen Poltergeist. It's good. Actually, that was Hellraiser that I'm thinking of. But Poltergeist. Oh, sorry. No, it's cool. Poltergeist, I have seen. I think it's overrated, but enjoyable. It's cool. It's a decent movie. And also, Poltergeist-wise, a lot of people say that Steven Spielberg, like, ghost directed that movie because him and the actual director, Tobe Hooper, who Mm. did Texas Chainsaw Massacre and stuff, didn't get along, but he ended up getting credit for it. You know, fun behind-the-scenes movie stuff. If you like that, check out Cursed Films, now on Shudder. And we've also been watching, or I've been watching a good amount of South Park, after I think you mentioned it the other day, mm-hmm. and it got me into like a little jag. What episode of, are you at? I was watching some season seven because I started with the Hennifer Lope episode. Hennifer Lope. And then I just watched like the next couple after baby, that. Baby, 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 give me all your tacos. Some great comfort TV, as they say in this day and age. I haven't heard that term, and I like it a lot because yeah. it really is a thing. I watched some Seinfeld the other day. Perfect examples. Yes. Just like shows that'll take you back and you can kind of just like go on autopilot. Like I don't need like uh, Lucy had me getting into The Handmaid's Tale. Mm. That's not comfort TV. <laughs> a cuz it's newer and B cuz it's fucking horrifying. That's legit discomfort TV. Yes, They're it's like, horrifying. Like <laughs> I, by no means I, you know, I'm not like an outspoken feminist. I'm probably a bit of a pig under the surface like I can make off-color remarks but like this Rebeal. movie really upset me mm. or movie show i was like oh my god like, and I, I don't know i'm not like upset upset but it's just like it's not feel good it's just not and it's like it, as for those that don't know it's like a dystopian future drama about um elizabeth moss you know only certain women can still give birth and they get treated like slaves and it's just like really fucked up it makes like a crazy statement about you know our society and i don't know it's just it's off off putting i've i think i watched one episode when it first came out and yeah i had a similar reaction i was like this is well made but it's just kind of like a sob story this isn't Mm. like fun and yeah i just kind of forgot about it didn't work for me the what else have i been watching tv was still watching devs (coughs) only person on earth watching devs Great nah, show. I, I think a lot of people are watching Devs. And that show gives me time to work on my Nick Offerman impression. Yes. It needs more work, clearly, but we'll get there one day. Uh, you want to get into Shuts? Sure, I, I have TV. two. Okay. I just gave you one of them. Yes. And I also shot 47 meters down uncaged. That's the perfect kind of shot. Yeah. That movie was made to shut off. It really was. It was like, oh my god, what are we going to do now? And then just I just lost interest. It that, was such a fast loss of interest, too. And it didn't even have the star from the original. Who was in the original? Mandy Moore, I want to say. I honestly couldn't tell you. Yeah. 
Because I remember it was like The Shallows with Blake Lively, and I remember it had mm. like a similar babe, but whatever, they're all write-offs. Uh, I shut off the Eliza Schlesinger sketch show. That's fun to say. Which is now on Netflix. Uh, she's a stand-up and actress who was recently in Spencer Confidential doing a bean set accent. Not I very- feel like she's not very funny as a sketch. Yeah. They started strong with... They did a, a female jackass where it's just like a bunch of women being crazy, but it's them hurting themselves emotionally. <laughs> like, they go in and, like, say something to their... Uh, it's not, I can't remember the details. It was a funny bit, though. But then they had, like, nine other awful sketches after it, and I ended up shutting it off. Sounds but, accurate, uh, yeah. Yeah, like all sketch shows, it was hit or miss. I was like, oh, that's good. And then there would be duds. I don't know. Throw it on the background if you like Eliza Schlesinger, I guess. But I also shut off The Kitchen, which is uh, <coughs> that new movie starring Melissa McCarthy, Elizabeth Moss, and... Tiffany Haddish, who was also in that Dave Chappelle thing and ruined it with her whole shtick that I guess someone likes out there. But, uh, I mean, talk about people who only have one speed. She's always like, "Eh, I'm not going to do a whole thing. She's exhausting. But this movie was terrible. I, to what you're saying about the, like, female empowerment thing, this movie, every interaction is like a man telling a woman she can't do something, and then the woman does the thing that the man said she couldn't do while like and it's dumb and pandering and frankly unwatchable now on hbo the kitchen (laughs) i thought you should have told me i would have shut that too i thought the tagline for this movie should have been women belong in i thought that would have been fun even though it would have been the complete antithesis of the whole thing but the fans get it they understand what i'm saying i get it I like it. He gets it. He's not laughing. <laughs> I didn't need. It didn't need to be funny out loud. But funny. It's, it's funny, you know. It's it's good. He's in. I uh, I haven't really like. Uh, it's it's been a. I rewatched Hitch the other day, <laughs> if, to just get into talking about like running out of shit to watch. That movie's so enjoyable. That might get filed under comfort movies. Or that's kind of why I put it on. Mm. I remember I was sitting at Lucy's place, and she was going to give her friend Rihanna a haircut, and I was waiting for. I don't know. I was by myself for a minute. She had gone to get something and I just was flipping through the channels and I was hanging with the cat and I was just like, I'm just going to put on Hitch because <laughs> like it's stupid yeah. and Kevin James is a mess and I can just kind of chuckle to myself and also completely ignore it on mm. purpose. Yeah. And that's what I did. That is fun. I'm glad you had that. It was a good moment. I think I've only seen Hitch once ever, but I do remember enjoying it. Mm. International superstar Will Smith and Kevin James, good duo. Surprised they haven't teamed up again. Um, what else? <laughs> I just remember that Parks and Rec joke. Hitch 2, son of a hitch. They should actually make that. That would be dope. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, do we want to take a break and watch A Hot Turkey? I suggested The Gentleman. To be honest, I've already regretted that suggestion. Yeah, so I, I reluctantly was like, I guess? Like, yeah, I don't see why not. I mean... Oh, the new Guy Ritchie movie? That yeah, sounds, sounds good. <laughs> Take a stand together. 
So we're going to mull this over yes. and perhaps, you know, give up entirely. And this may be the whole show. No, I'm joking. We'll be right back, folks. We'll be back with something. I wish there was a way for people to realize how quickly we came back to the show. Mm. because of how little of that movie we just made it through. Folks, we're continuing our hot streak of really great featured reviews. <laughs> we did see The Gentleman, uh, the new Guy Ritchie vehicle. He's continuing his hot streak after the live-action Aladdin. Mm. Really just... Uh, <laughs> it is time to take a stand. This is another one of his, like... British gangster caper comedy kind of movies that he makes. He's made this movie like five times. It gets worse every time. Yeah, he he won't give up on this in this yeah. exact not even this genre, this exact formula yeah, in every like, way. Step by step, this is just taking us through the motions of rock and rolla and lockstock. Snatch. And snatch. Right. That other one, Revolver. <laughs> Revolver. That's the most forgettable. I think I saw... Is that candle sound going to show up on fucking audio? It might. Maybe, maybe a smidge. Yeah. Is that right? Is that right? But yeah, this movie, I got a little summary here. An American expat, played by Matthew McConaughey, tries to sell off his highly profitable marijuana empire in London triggering plots, schemes, bribery, and blackmail in an attempt to steal his domain out from under him. As you were a fan of mischief. As you were saying when we were watching it, way too British. Mm. Everything was just like overwhelmingly yeah, I wrote down British. overly British. Like they're calling Weed Bush. Yeah. Hugh actually, Grant, the part that pissed me off the most about his character is he is a British man, right. but he chose to do, and I don't know the dialects very well, the different accents of... Right, cheeky, yeah. Right, but there's like, I know there's the Cockney one, and then I know there's like the more, he has like a more civilized one. Bruv. So he had, he was doing more of a Cockney, I think, and if any of you are British, not only is that awesome because, mm. you know, we need our national listeners, but also I apologize if I'm mistaken. Yeah. But it's just like, just do the accent that you, you can do. Do your regular accent. Yeah, it's very distracting right. when you know someone's voice and they're doing just like a slight, you know, alteration for no reason. Mm. Like, there's no need for no. it. It's like just... You know. It'd be the equivalent of me doing a New York accent instead of a Boston accent hey. if we did a movie He's for, walk- for people in another country. He's walking over here. Fucking Matthew McConaughey was absolutely sleepwalking through this movie. Yeah. I haven't seen him so lifeless in a movie in years. He's well, The reason I think is just he's got all the boxes checked. He doesn't need to try anymore. Mm. He has the endorsement deal with Lincoln that's paying his bills. Yep. He has an Oscar for uh, Dallas Buyers Club. And those and wild turkey commercials. Yeah, Nothing that to too. <laughs> which we can add to the Instagram again because <laughs> it'll be applicable again. Let's talk and, turkey. And a hit season of an HBO show that, yeah. that then after he left the show miserably failed. And yes, they he and Woody Harrelson left, and Alexander Daddario, friend of the show. Ooh, but great jokes. I don't reveal. know. I just think that's a pretty much a uh, a hat trick right there. Like that's sort of what every actor is going for. Yeah. Like a successful TV series, an Oscar, 
and a big endorsement deal that sends them millions of dollars of checks. And he was taking this movie like as seriously as one of the Lincoln car commercials. Like he's in one of those modes. He's just checked out. You right. can tell he's just just floating right through. He's just saying his lines. He's mm-hmm. not giving like a, a beach bum level <laughs> Bravo <laughs> <or a> performance. <laughs> I loved Beach Bum. Yeah, it's great. It's very funny. It's a good. I think I bought it. It's a good rewatch. I think I mentioned it, but it's on Hulu right now. If you haven't seen it, folks. Yeah, Beach. Very... Let's let's be a little positive if we can. Like think yeah. of like, <laughs> like I'm trying to. I'd even tell you to watch The Lincoln Lawyer before watching this. I mean, Colin Farrell was pretty good in this. From <clears throat> what we saw. Hugh Grant's in this movie, as you mentioned, but and he's like telling the story of the movie. It has a very annoying framing where like he's telling the story and then they show you the scenes as he's narrating it to Charlie Hunnam. It's just like the movie's so all over the place for no reason. It's just like, just give us the movie. Why is it like yeah. a story within a story within a story? What are you doing? Russian nesting dolls of boredom. <laughs> yes. Like, and also it has... It does that thing I hate in movies. This is a no bit. When they have a sudden bit of surprising violence involving one of the main characters, and you're like, oh shit, like this movie, that was crazy. But then they reveal that it was just like a dream sequence. Hate that. Hackiest, most like easy thing to do. It's like. Agreed. It's like, oh, I, I was with you for a second when I thought you were going out on a limb and doing something surprising. And then you just undid it, and now I hate this movie even more <laughs> than I even thought possible. Yeah, that, uh, I'd never even thought about how much I dislike, we've discussed before that we dislike dream sequences, period. Mm. So I'm lumping fantasies and, you know, hypotheticals into that situation as well, or into that category as well. It's not necessary. It's fine when, like, they let you know that it's a dream, maybe, but when they're like, it's a reveal, they're like, ooh, that was a dream. It's like, that is the cheapest move in the movie-making playbook. (laughs) I wrote down, movie begins and will probably end with a trope, which hmm. was Matthew McConaughey queuing up the jukebox. <laughs> we also said that he has three speeds, essentially. It's got three speeds. Just. I know. That's why I had to get it, even though I was in the middle of a sentence. He's back. Um, number one being like, you know, dazed and confused, cool guy. Hmm. His best mode. You think? I actually love Falling Apart McConaughey, Dallas Buyers Club. Okay, that's a good McConaughey. Beach Bum is kind of a quasi, because it's sort of like he's a cool guy, but he is falling apart, and he is... I'd lump that in with Dazed. That's him, like, you know, being, like, what people think he is. Like, the parody of himself. And then, like, there's Grizzled at the end of his rope McConaughey, which... I don't know, maybe that only comes out in Drew Detective, but it's definitely its own category. Yeah. And I, I think that he's... I love him. I think he's great. Yeah. I just didn't like this movie at all. And yeah, I'm it's glad. It's not his fault. Yeah. Everything came <clears throat> around for him. Like, he was like a joke doing rom-coms in, like, the early 2000s. Then he, as you mentioned, you know, got his Oscars, has completely legitimized himself. The McConaissance, everyone knows. But, yeah, now he's, he's re-slumming it, doing, you know... He's just checking out. He didn't care. And this, uh, another obit, this movie shows you the end of the movie at the beginning for no reason. No thank you. If the movie is good, you forget about that by the time they get to the end. And then you get to the end and you're like, oh yeah, I remember they showed us this at the beginning. Oh yeah. (laughs) But this movie's bad, so you're just thinking about how you know how it ends the whole time. It's turkey. Very stupid thing, I don't know why movies do that. Don't show me the end. Wait till the end. What are we doing? 
And yeah, we turned this movie off. Couldn't finish it. We did indeed. We shut it. It's we in got the like shots halfway. Now. Yeah. Um. Any other movie reviews you got want to drop on us? I, watch... I that's it for me. I beyond rewatching Hitch and a bunch of bad TV, I haven't really taken in anything new this week. That's fine. I watched uh, since Monday. That is Zombieland Double Tap. Don't which... spoil anything because <laughs> both me and the fans are yeah. on the edge of our seat for you'll Zombieland. Ne- you'll too. never be able to guess what transpires in such uh, a film. There's no way that they they all get together reluctantly. And then they're forced into the same exact situation as the first movie, only with one slightly different sidecar, and they're all a little bit older. <laughs> and the you know everything plays out exactly as you would imagine, with a few uh, recall bits that aren't really quite recallable, but the movie <laughs> thinks that they are in that universe, and it doesn't translate very well, and it misses, which is why it's like a tepid sixty percent. I thought he said you didn't see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Because it sounds like you watched every second of it like I did. But that was right on the money. But this movie was actually a little better than I thought it would be. I went in expecting nothing and, I don't know, had some laughs. Woody Harrelson. I hate my father. I hate my life. But I feel great, man. Woody Harrelson's, you know, kind of fun in these movies. Jesse Eisenberg. He's good. I forgot... I realized while watching this that they're kind of like a package deal. They're in those Now You See Me movies together, which don't exist. And now these two zombie lands. There's two of those, aren't there? Oh, yeah. Now You See Me 2, which they should have called Now You Don't, just to be fun. But uh, Emma Stone is in this movie, even though she has an Academy Award. (laughs) thought it was odd that she would come back to do such a feature. And... uh, Abigail Breslin, who like doesn't even act anymore, came back for this. So is she a friend of the show? Yeah, why not? Was she the chubby girl in Always Sunny or Always Sunny? Yeah, Little Miss Sunshine. Yes. Thank you for letting me get it on my own. He's back. It's like a father teaching his son how to ride a bike. But yeah, you know the movie. I'll watch it. It was it's free. It definitely doesn't like need to exist. But for what it was, it was like way better than I thought it was going to be. Had some cool action. It's on HBO for the fans. Is on stars. Stars. Okay. Just hit stars the other. What else is on stars now? Uh, As we mentioned last week, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is now on stars too, which we loved. So I'm I'm halfway through rewatching it, and I love it. Great movie. I love it. (laughs) I love it. That's that same bit again. But yeah, the um, Zombieland-wise, it shouldn't have surprised me that it was uh, had some good action because it was from the director of Venom. I have <laughs> something that'll get you to definitely watch this. Yeah, man. I am... Ruben you, were you Was that you who told me they were working on Venom 2's uh, CGI right now? Yes. So that it'll still make its release date of next summer? Yes. That's the one silver lining to all the coronavirus nonsense. There's people working, like, in solitude, safe, on Venom 2, like, in post-production, doing all the stupid effects, so Venom 2 can uh, still come out when it was planned to. Ah, thank goodness. Yeah. And also, Zombieland was... There's a fun Bizarro scene where, uh... It's like the Seinfeld. They run into like their exact team, but it's Luke Wilson as like the Woody Harrelson character, and uh, what's the name of that idiot from Silicon Valley, the main guy? What is this? Uh, not T.J. Miller. The curly-haired guy. No. <sighs> T.J. Miller. No. Like the main curly-haired guy. 
Oh, Jesus. Um, Whatever, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. He's the Jesse Eisenberg guy, and uh, I don't know. It was a fun, like, bizarro bit. I'll watch it. Yeah. And I also watched Onward. Granny shifting, not double clutching like you should. Oh. <laughs> Which uh, is the new Pixar movie. It was in theaters like two weeks ago, then the world ended, and now it's on Disney+. Plus. You can watch it for free. It's quite the silver lining to a pandemic. Yes. And I thought this movie was mildly cute and clever. It was... You have way more patience with animated features than I do. Yeah, you wouldn't like this. I wouldn't make it. You would turn this off. I shut off Up, and that's like one of those movies that people can't shut up about. Up is like a masterpiece. Love Up. Yeah, I don't really like tunes, except for like South Park and Family Guy. I know, like the animation in this was very impressive, even though the story and characters weren't really grabbing me. Mm. And one thing I was thinking of watching this, I think I mentioned this before on the show, why do these movies feel the need to use famous people as voice talent? It is distracting and a waste of money. In this movie, like it's Chris (laughs) Pratt and the kid who plays Spider-Man as the main voices. And it's just- Tom Holland? Yeah. And it's just like, it takes me out of the movie. I'm just picturing them like doing the voice in the studio. Just hire someone who can do voices who people don't know of. Hmm. See, I like picking out the voices. They just got to do it right. Yeah, like sometimes they nail it. It's and fun. It's not... like, give, like Patton Oswalt and like certain people are good voiceover actors. I think it's, it's actually its own separate talent. That's like, a good point. You can be a good actor and not be a good voiceover actor. Yeah. Or a good, you know, comedy or yeah, cartoon like actor. Giving like a voice performance. Chris right. Pratt is just talking in this Chris movie. Chris Pratt is, and, a, is an action star now. Yeah. He's done Jurassic Park and the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. It's, he's just not... His days of being the chubby, lovable guy on Parks and Rec are long yeah. gone. So he's not really suited for this for this type of role anymore. But it just seems like a waste of money. It's like, is that a draw for people? Like, ooh, I'm going to go see this animated movie because this guy did the voice. I feel like that's not... Middle America, yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe it is. I disagree with you here. I think that there's a large pocket of people that will take their kids to see this crap and like be more engaged as a result. You're probably right. And I just... We just, just think differently. Me. Yeah. It just... I, I don't know. It seems odd. Mm. But yeah, it was, you know, kind of nerdy, silly, enjoyable. Nice hour and a half. Did I cry at the end? Of course I did. Did you really? Yeah. How is it so easy for you to access tears? <laughs> I mean, these Pixar movies are, like, engineered to make people cry. Huh. This, Especially this movie that's, like, a... Don't tell us. Yeah, I, I won't. Don't tell us. It's good. It's, it's very on the edge of our seats. It's very sweet. I actually really... The movie was kind of just, like, whatever. And then at the end, it, it really heated up in, like, every way. And... All right. Yeah. You're making me want to watch it, even though you told me in the beginning of the review that I'm going to hate it. Yeah. What else did you watch? Anything? The what else did I watch? I watched the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie the other day. Folks, buckle up for a cold turkey. Yeah, that's all you <laughs> need to say about that. I actually watched a couple older movies. I watched Poetic Justice, which is Janet Jackson's first movie with Tupac, directed oh. by John Singleton, friend of the show. And I also watched, which was not great. It has a 34 on Rotten Tomatoes. I think that's about accurate. It's like features Tupac as a mailman and Jennifer or uh, Janet Jackson is the love interest and he's chasing after her and then they go on a ride up the Pacific Coast Highway and it's just stupid in a mail truck. Hmm. It's just kind of silly. Yeah, I've never seen it. That's one of those movies. <clears throat> and that's... John Singleton has a few hits, but this isn't one of them. Um, that's one of those movies I always thought was a Spike Lee joint. But it's not. John Singleton and Spike Lee have so many parallels. It's hard, easy to make that mistake. Yeah, they're similar. 
And then I watched Heathers this morning, which is like a classic, you know, teenage kind of. And it's more of a a horror movie than Mm. I thought it would be. It has like a weird murderous angle to it. I've never seen this movie. I had no idea it was like that at all. I thought it was like a teen comedy like Clueless. It is, but there's an element of... They don't like the bullies in school, mm. so they decide to murder a bunch of people and make it look like a suicide. And this is okay. a movie from literally 1986, so don't call me out on spoilers. It's <laughs> yeah. as old as we are. It's got a... I'll watch this. I liked it. It was five bucks on iTunes, and I would say if you haven't seen it, it's worth the five bucks. It's um, Isn't it Winona Christian Ryder? Slater and Winona Ryder, who are a great duo. Love her. Yeah, me too. And I really like him, especially like... 80s 90s christian slater because yeah. yeah that's all there is yeah, i was gonna say <laughs> if you're into like current day mr robot christian Oof. slater that's fucked up but yeah i liked it it was cute um heathers Actually, and then i have punch drunk love and on golden pond on deck ooh. for some and i also want to watch the david cronenberg's crash and enemy of the show woody allen's vicky christina barcelona what? are all in my queue what I'm gonna. I gotta get that Woody Allen memoir. I gotta read that and give a nice review for the fans. I forgot about that. Um. Hmm. The. I also watched Terminator Dark Fate recently. I don't think. How'd you like it? Enjoyed. The. Uh, even mm. though Arnold isn't What'd even you like about it? in it that much. You saw this, right? Terminator Dark Fate, the one with Linda I saw it in Hamilton. the theaters with my brother, yes. I had to think yeah. about it because it was sort of forgettable. But yeah, I yeah. liked it. <laughs> it's fine. Like all the Terminators. Yeah. This is probably the best sequel since T2. Not that that's even saying that much. But, folks, if you're not following Arnold on Instagram... Yeah, there's some good stuff on there. He's, like, quarantined with ponies. He's, like, eating cookies with them. Oh, good for you! <laughs> like, lifting weights, smoking cigars with ponies. He's having the time of his life. He's also released uh, some whole, like, T-shirt collection Ooh. of, like, silly pony related t-shirts because he has the pony and the donkey named lulu and something else and i'm loving his instagram content it's like peaceful in a time when nothing else is exactly he's the best dude ever every time he was on screen in the new terminator i was just like wow he's great he wasn't in it enough as i'm sure everyone else agrees that but i did enjoy the movie yeah it was good just like my low expectations like reasonably quick moving action yeah a couple of good you know, explosions. Linda Hamilton roaring in. I thought she was great. She was cool, yeah. A lot of people were saying, like, they thought it was kind of like a forced feminism thing, which I didn't pick up on. I didn't get that either, no. I thought it just happened to have a bunch of female stars. And I actually, like, appreciated how much it didn't try to shoehorn in the feminism stuff. Um, uh, Yeah, it was like Ozark. It was a strong female cast that worked well. Like, we don't have to consider... This is why I hate now 2020 you know Mm. 2020 being a bad year in general but people everything you know has to be something it's like how about it's just like a couple of ladies and they're doing a nice job exactly don't have to consider it feminist positively or negatively yeah it just happened to have female stars it wasn't like the kitchen or the new charlie's angels that's really like amping up the jesus the women stuff but yeah, Terminator Dark Fate, check it out. I think it's uh, one of the cheaper rentals on iTunes right yeah, now. Yeah, it's a like, cheapo. Like a two ninety nine or Definitely worth two ninety nine rental. Fire that up. Not the gentleman. Just as a further heads up. 
What else? Yeah. We watch anything else, or are we done? Yeah, that was it. I uh, no obit for me this week. I don't know if you have one. I snuck some in when we were doing the gentleman review. Some right, like ones. Yeah, yeah like organic. Like I no official. Yeah. Um, you want to watch uh, a little bit of The Departed, maybe? You know what? We've never done anything like this. I think it's a good idea. All right. We should watch maybe ninety seconds of it and see if it. I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> it's amazing how many times we've seen this and we never like glean anything new from it every time i watch it i'm just like i'm like oh that's a little funnier or that's like stupider than i remember it stupider fuck oh, i sound stupid stupider is a word all right we're back you're hot shit folks someone just liked one of my letterboxd reviews some sick maniac. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> Him just bostoning it up. Remember when Matt Damon used to live right above where we're sitting right now? I do indeed. Lucy, how would you have enjoyed that, spending a summer with Matt Damon? Would you have shown him your uh, Matt Damon tattoo on your leg? Ooh. Matt Damon with devil horns. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, it's a pretty awesome tattoo. You like little miss things sucking on your cock. You might miss that, unfortunately. Fuck. There's only 15 seconds I left. I realized that when I was saying it. Hello? Let's let it ride what until that. The fuck is it it's like, you, and your fault? you want to go over? You want to break the rules? Um, We're going to break the rules. Something for work. We need it. Um, just to make sense of me uh, saying it. Okay. Nothing went dead. I don't know. I guess was that that shrink cunt that answered the phone. Remember I told you? Yes, it was, Frank. She's going to move in. Moved in. You better get organized, quick. <laughs> Last time I checked, I tipped you off, and you're not in jail. Okay. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Do you like little miss things sucking on your cock? <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get the proper screen grab, but that was a minute 48.4 seconds of The Departed, folks. Oof. And yes, I use a stopwatch. That, um, that was a hot 90. That was one of the better 90 seconds. That was a good 90. I don't know. I mean, here we are. The, uh, yeah, I think that's enough. Is that the show? Should I get into some plugs? I think that that, that's enough. I was waiting for the music to kick in. (laughs) It roared in in the gym by accident, so I had to double back and switch the input. Folks, send us an email, enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, enoughthepodcast. On Twitter, it is podcastenough. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Skip Season. Duh. You missed that post. You were close. Fuck. Um, I don't have any plugs this week. I'm going to keep plugging my Ank underscore fit Instagram, Ank Fit. Uh, doing live workouts for free every day except Sundays. Tomorrow will be at noon. So join us. Get in there. Also, I had really bad diarrhea in the middle of the show. That's true. See you next week, folks. Wow. Bye.